Welcome to the Flavor Fest Urban Leadership Podcast, where we talk to innovative artists, creative pastors, church planners, entrepreneurs, and people creating movements. Our goal is to inspire and equip you in ministry, music, and the marketplace. I'm your host, Tommy Urban D. Coloni. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in today. We got a great episode for you today. This is episode number four. And listen, the last couple of months has been crazy for all of us. Leaders that are listening, we've never led in a time like this before. We've never lived in a time like this before. And so we've had a lot of people reaching out to us at Crossover Church and Flavor Fest. And they've been asking us saying, hey, like, what are you guys doing? How are you making it through this season? Like, what are you learning? How can you help us? And and so we've been speaking into a lot of leaders and pouring into a lot of church leaders and trying to help them through this time. And to be honest with you, um, where we're recording this at, we're about about five weeks into this. So it's kind of like the middle of April, towards the end of April right now. And actually, I can honestly say that our church is actually thriving. It's crazy because that's not the reports that I'm hearing from so many other ministry leaders and friends out there. And so we've actually been thriving during this time. It's It's been supernatural. I mean, our, our numbers have like doubled in size, the amount of people we're reaching online. We're doing all kinds of community outreach stuff. Uh, financially, so many churches have taken a hit and miraculously, like we really haven't. There's actually been some weeks when our giving was actually even higher. It's just mind boggling. But God has been taking care of us as we've been taking care of our people, helping a lot of people in our church and taking care of people in our community uh, because we're here to shepherd them and pastor them and try to help them as well. And so on this episode, we're actually talking to a guy on my team that has been very very critical, very valuable, very needed in this season. He's our worship and arts director, but he also is kind of over all the social media stuff and his title has kind of shifted some. We're going to talk a little bit about that in the interview, but he has stepped up. He's done an amazing job. We're super grateful to have someone like him on the team. And of course, there's many other people on the team that are under him that that help with a lot of things. Uh, but we've been able to weather the storm in an amazing way and innovate and adapt and do new things and reach new people and really just help people through this time that are that are spiritually hurting, that are lost, that are searching. And then just our regular people, man, to disciple them and help them to grow deeper. And so we have a great conversation for you today on the podcast, uh, Flavor Fest Urban Leadership Podcast. If you're not familiar with Flavor Fest, it's an urban leadership conference that we do at our church, Crossover Church down in Tampa, Florida. And this October is actually going to be our 20-year anniversary. And so you definitely want to come and hang out with us. And you'll probably want to even a little more. I'll give you a little more information at the end, but I don't want to take up any more time. I want to get right into this critical conversation with our worship and arts director, my man, Darnell Butler. Darnell Butler, what's up, man? Good to have you, bro. What's up, Pastor T? What's good, man? Happy to be on. Yeah, man. So welcome, bro. Listen, you are our worship and arts director, but talk to everybody a little bit about how your position has changed some in the past like 30 days. Because <laughs> you yes. also do social media, but now it's like, woo. Yeah, so uh, most people think when they hear worship director, they're like, oh, okay, the guy that does the music and he picks the songs and he sings. And uh, man, it's it's definitely elevated during this time. I, I now happen to wear many hats with this. So um, everything from um, the videography, um, putting all those things together. So of course, doing the social media, making sure we have everything that we need, but um, actually at building services, um, you know, when in a time when you're not just doing a live service and it's pretty simple, it's all scripted and everybody just goes and you're good to go, you have to actually take the worship. All right, before that, our countdown set, our announcement reel, um, the worship set that we have, um, and then you gotta plug in announcements and um, videos in between and graphics when they're doing announcements, all that stuff that usually you take about 15 people to do in a church service where things are working. Yeah. It's now come to just having to build all those things out. And anybody that knows anything about video rendering, to have to render the videos, upload the videos, put them out there. Woo. So I've had to wear multiple um, hats during the season. So um, it's just been something uh, new. Obviously, everything's new for a lot of people, but it's new for me and I'm trying to 
navigate and uh, find my rhythm and my flow in this whole season of how and timing and how long it takes. Um, but so it's been, it's been interesting. I'll tell you that much. It's been very, very interesting. <laughs> well, let me say, bro, you have been doing it gracefully. You've been killing it. Um, we only had, I think like one major blooper. <laughs> Can I tell people, come on, man, I'm going to put you on blast. Blooper, bro. I'm going to put it, you on blast. Cause I, gonna, I don't care what nobody say. This blooper was God ordained. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to tell them how it was. So, uh, it was, it was in the service two weeks ago and I actually did the offering that Sunday cause I wasn't preaching. So I did like a little four minute offering thing. Then we intro this video, uh, right. that was basically, um, but no, it was, it was actually, I, I did the offering. Then we had a video play a music video. He's Sun Lee. Shout out to He's Sun Lee. Dope. Yeah female Asian hip hop artist, lyricist from New York. She kills it, right? She's been at Flavor Fest multiple times. So right after that, it was supposed to go directly into the message. But instead of that, it went into the offering from last week that Pastor Christopher did. And and I love Pastor Christopher, but he did a long offering. It was, it was a long. It was like eight minutes long. And so we already had four minutes. Now we got eight minutes. So we had like 12 minutes of like <laughs> offering time. And it was like, if you didn't get the first offering, here's a second offering. And so it was only during the 10 a.m. service, but that's our largest attended online yeah. and in person. Let, and we, I'll tell them too. Like, so oh. here, here's part of the many hats. So as soon as it happened, I text the staff immediately. I was like, oh my gosh, y'all, I messed up. That's literally what I put up. I messed up. <laughs> so everybody was like, what do you, but it was so funny because so many people didn't even notice. A lot of people so didn't. Weird. It was a lot of people that just did not notice or they just didn't. thought it was intentional. Yeah. Even. I will say this. I didn't, I didn't tell you this, bro, or any of the staff, but there was a guy from the church. He's a business owner. He's very like observant. And and he hit me up. I think you guys are talking about money too much in the offering. It was like, felt like it was like 30 minutes on Sunday. You did it. And then pastor Christopher did it. And it was like, and I was like, I hit him up. I'm like, dude, you must've watched the 10 AM. It was a major blooper. And you know, I just apologize. He'd be back. No, man, it's good. We're figuring it out. You guys are killing it. It's great. You know, but the, the crazy thing is we had a record offering this Sunday. <laughs> we had a record offering. So some people were joking around like, maybe we need to do a third offering. Anyways. Right. After that, because I took it out for the yeah. other three services. I mean, as soon as it happened, yeah. I literally pulled up Final Cut Pro and just started editing. I was like, and so in that rendering process, I was like, God, please render, please render. I was like, we had like 30 <laughs> minutes to render and upload it. And I was like, oh, God, please, please. And it, and it just happened. But after you said that, I was like, man, maybe I should have left it in. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was, it was good. No, it was, was good. good. So, yeah, so we've been we've been figuring. I mean, we've we've streamed as Crossover Church for like we started streaming in 2006. I mean, it was crazy. We were using these free streaming things when streaming was like it, it was terrible looking. But we still started doing it and people were watching. Um, but then over the years, we got better and better at it. And you've been a great part of helping us get better at that with the sound because we have a separate board back in our studio that runs the sound when we stream live. And uh, and then just, you know, with making sure everything's HD and the quality's good and even the right. angles for the camera. So we've been getting better and better. But, you know, we normally have a couple thousand people, around 3,000 people that are streaming anyways. But now since this, you know, pandemic is hit and we can't go to church physically anymore, like our, our numbers have like doubled. And so a lot of churches are sharing how they're, you know, struggling and I don't know what to do, but this has been a season where, you know, we've really actually been thriving in a lot of ways. It's been different. We don't like a lot of things about it. You know, for you, it's some extra work with editing and everything like that. And, you know, we miss the physical, you know, interaction and seeing people and stuff, but, but God's been, been doing some unique stuff, man. So what are a couple things of the best things that you've seen that are working, that we're doing at Crossover, like to tell some leaders that are out there listening? Because we got, we got pastors, church planners, artists, people that are you know part of a church leadership team out there. And, and so what's some stuff that Crossover Church has been doing that you feel from your seat that, man, this has been a win. This has been working really well. So I, I would definitely say um, right off the bat, something we did for our Easter services that was the biggest win for us was not going live. Nobody else would have known it, 
but just the fact that we did not go live um, on those services. So as everybody has seen over the past few weeks, you've got more and more, every single week you have an exponential amount of churches, more who are going live. There's still churches who are not live streaming right now, but next week they will do it for the first time, you know, because they're trying to figure it out. So as that number continues to grow, we've all seen at Sunday mornings where um, streaming your service can be, uh, there can be hiccups that happen. And we experienced that hiccup uh, firsthand. Well, I think it was like two Sundays ago when I put the two services in there. Um, it, it started buffering. Yeah. And um, what can happen in that moment is just a transparent moment for churches is when things like that happen, people do not want to watch. No, uh, we watch the numbers I'm, drop. Yeah, I'm the creator of the content and I didn't want to watch. It was just like, oh gosh, this is not good. So our biggest, I think our biggest win that we've done right now is getting our services done, edited, complete, and uploading to what is called Premiere. So Facebook has a Premiere, YouTube has a Premiere, and it's literally the exact same thing as a live stream, except for um, you don't have to worry about upload speeds, which is are just crazy right now with everybody on the internet. It's yeah. something that's already uploaded, already processed. It plays like a video that you uploaded, but people are able to con- comment and talk and chat as if the video was live. And I feel like ever since we did that last week, it's been, I'll, I'll speak personally, it's been a uh, just a huge weight off of my shoulders because we're stream, we stream four times. We've got the 10, the 11, 45, the five and seven. So I just know those first three weeks, I sat in front of my computer with my eyes all big, watching for <laughs> the quality and every yeah. time it would go, uh, quality not good enough for, you know, the stream not good enough for this. And I'm like, oh God, please don't drop. So last week I was able just to be able to sit back, honestly, enjoy the service with my family. First time, I'll be honest with y'all. First time I was able to really just enjoy and sit back for the service of my family. We did communion, so it was, it was, I was really able to participate. So that was a huge win for us as a church because I don't think anybody would have known. I don't think any, I don't think anybody knows but yeah. our church staff that I did that. <laughs> so to them, we're live. We're yep. this is live. So that's been a big, big win for us. Um, I'm going to be honest, I'll give you a little uh, sneak peek without really giving you too much. Yesterday, we went and filmed um, about six new services. And I'll be very, very honest. I was uh, quite, I I didn't really care for the concept. But yesterday, when uh, I finished editing our service, our first week service today, and I'm watching it, I'm like, this is gold. You know, just honestly, I'm like, it's gold. He called me today and he was like, yo, the jib shot. The uh, boom, yeah, yeah, no. man, it looks we phenomenal. Did. It looks like a different church, but, but tell them who's the one that made, made y'all move it up. Yeah. Pastor Tommy moved the jib. He did yes. move the jib up. Like we got to move it up. We gotta got to think like television Jose, studio. He got Jose working that thing. Um, we added a, a, a mobile camera person who got some incredible angles. Um, like you'll see it. I don't want to give mm, it away. I can't wait to see that. So the, she got some incredible camera angles and I'll be honest with you. Um, the energy of the people coming, being able to come back in the room and serve was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, man. Was, I felt it. I was there, bro. I was, yeah. I was in the back. I don't know if you saw me. I was in the back worshiping in the dark, yeah. crying. Like, I, I, miss, I miss worshiping God here with my fam. Crossover. I mean, there's those, just a few those, of us in there, but we, man, we were worshiping. Those volunteers and those activators were so excited to be back and just serve. Yeah. That you could see it in their in their gifts and in their talents and in their crafts. I mean, for everything from the musicians to the camera operator, they just they work so hard. I'm going back and watching like we did this in one take. Yeah. And we recorded six services. And so um, we found um, something that that worked for us. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one. That's one of the greatest things I love about crossover is that we are not afraid to take uh, giant steps and 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 try it yeah. you know and, and absolutely try it and so um i feel like that has really really worked for us um in this season that's just one of the things i feel like that really worked for us. that that streaming platform i think really, really worked for us in the season the other thing that i feel like has worked for us is um the content that we produce daily mm. uh, i don't care what nobody says i think the content that we're putting out every single day for um, our, our, our people and the people that are watching has been um, phenomenal. I don't care how many people, they, the numbers, the, the analytics, um, people are grateful that we yeah. are giving them something. 
And um, so I think that has been a, I think it's been a huge win for us. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if you shared this, but one of the biggest things, I think the biggest thing I'll probably take away from this season has already happened so far was our Music Mondays. We showed um, a couple of different artists from Flavor Fest and there was a young lady from Chicago watching just out of nowhere. She was like, hey, I'm from Chicago, never heard of this church, what is this? And we were kind of conversing back and forth as I, I was acting as Crossover Church and she watched and she watched. The next, she watched all of our content throughout the week and she yeah. was commenting on it from Chicago, hey, it's Deandra. And um, that Sunday, she messaged us and said, I would like to give my life to the Lord. Wow. Just ba- just bananas. And it was from Music Mondays. And there yeah. was, honestly, transparently, there was only about 19 people on there. Yeah. But she was Out one on the of live. them. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, was, she was one of them. Yeah. And now she's, I just saw her post in the quarantine concert. That show. Yeah. I, she's, she's like a, she's a she top fire, man. She's a super She's fan now. Yeah, but yeah. it was really cool because even through the Facebook Messenger, you you had, you know, screenshot it and sent it to the staff. You actually walked her through a prayer. And yeah. she she like say this prayer. Did you say it? Yes, I said it, you know. And it was just like, wow, virtually we're able to do this ministry and we're learning. We're all learning through this. And I think one of the big takeaways that I have is that we're learning we used to just think about church on Sundays and Wednesdays, yeah. right? Now we're thinking like every day, every sure. day we're producing some content. We're connecting with our people. And I think that's one thing that's going to change. Even when things get back to normal, the new normal is going to be different, but I think we're going to continue to look at it and this online platform that's really been there all along and we've been using it, but we haven't been using it like the way that we have been in the last, you know, 30, 40 days. And we're learning a lot. I think every church is like I shared yeah. this a couple of times with other leaders before. I think the church has innovated more in the last 30 days than it has in the last 30 years. There's, right. It's had to, if you don't, you're going to die, yeah. you know, and, and there has been a lot of churches that uh, are closing, unfortunately, right now. They just weren't set up. They weren't ready for this. They can't um, pivot in this time. And if you didn't have streaming or, you know, uh, you weren't connecting with people online. I realize some congregations are really old and those people are older. They got flip phones. They don't even know how to connect. And so, man, we're praying for that group of people because it's hard. It's yeah. hard, but there is a lot of churches innovating, man, and doing some um, some really, really incredible stuff. And so props to you because, so every day, let me, let me tell people the schedule out there, what we do every day. So every day we do a noonday devotional, Monday through Saturday, and one of our staff members will do that. And at first we were just kind of doing whatever like God puts on your heart, but now we've gotten more organized as we're several weeks into this and we came up with a verse uh, that we do every week now. And so each staff member will share about the same verse from a different angle. So you have to listen to the person that spoke before. So you're not kind of saying the same thing. Uh, and it's, a, it's the memory verse for that week. And so we're encouraging people, Hey, memorize this scripture verse this week. And, and every day they're going to get a little 10 minute tidbit, you know, at, at noon and then a little prayer for a couple of minutes. So, you know, it's, it's maybe about 15 minutes in total. Um, but, but those those get at least 500 views every day. Um, sometimes some of them get up to a thousand views uh, every day. A lot of people watch them on the replay and that's when really people love that. They're loving that. Uh, they do it on their lunch break or they do it as they're at home right now. If they're on, you know, just furlough or whatever. And then at night, every night at 7 PM, we push out some content. Like, so you said Mondays, it's music Mondays. We show some flavor fest footage Tuesdays, you and your wife, you do game night, game night with yeah. the butlers and you have your kids there and you, you know, it's all competitive and we're giving out some prizes and that's Family friendly. Yep. It's been super fun. <laughs> so, uh, so tell everybody real quick, what's some games that, that you, you guys are doing? That's so worked we did, well. Um, the first two weeks we did taboo. Oh my gosh, that right there was that. That was so competitive. We did taboo, <laughs> which is like describe the word, but you can't use these five context clues that are there. And we always do men versus the women. That's the best, right there. Yep, men versus yep. the women. And so we did taboo. This past week we did pictionary. Oh, I cannot draw. Let's just put it out there. <laughs> I cannot, and everybody was writing like, what are you drawing? <laughs> so yo, tell everybody, tell everybody who's winning so far. The guys are up. The what? guys are up. What? We'd be up two weeks. But um, in this season, we are also learning about marriage. And I um, I gave in to my wife. I said, you know what? We're going to give that to you. <laughs> we won't give you that one. Yeah. We're going to give you that one. Give us so some grace. Yeah, we did Bible Pictionary on Tuesday. So. That was a lot of fun. We've got a really interesting game coming up this Tuesday. I don't want to give it away yet, but it's going to be. All right. 
gonna be hilarious and fun. Let's just put it that way. Cool. So, so Music Monday, Game Night Tuesday, Wednesdays, we have our Growth Night Bible Study. Uh, this past week, we kicked off a series on the Book of Acts. And I mean, we used to have maybe a couple hundred people watch that online. This past week, I, I just looked at it today, it's almost 2,000 um, yeah. views just on Facebook. So, I mean, it's just grown. People are leaning. People that normally didn't come to church Wednesday nights, they're coming now. They're, they're, they're coming. It's crazy. Thursday nights, me and my wife are doing this thing called table talk. We just do it from our living room. We talk about real topics of just, you know, uh, we last night was Thursday and we, we shared about how to parent during a pandemic. Uh, we talked about how to um, budget in a crisis. Um, there's a lot of different things we're talking about. This is real life stuff. And we're joking around, just being vulnerable, telling people we're real. And there's a lot of people commenting like, man, this is great. I feel like I'm getting to know you more in a deeper way. And so it's cool. We're just having this conversation around the table. And uh, Fridays, we do flashback Fridays and we show uh, a previous message from the past that was really good uh, at seven. And then at eight, one of our DJs, he spins DJ JL from eight to nine. And he spins some of the latest and greatest Christian hip hop, R&B, EDM. He does it right from his living room. We gave him some cool lights like this in the background and they're blinking and going off and stuff. I got to get some blinking lights here. Uh, why aren't my lights blinking in the background? I'm talking to my, my podcast guy right now, Nathan. No, it's good, man. It's cool. Just leave it like it is. Some of you guys are just listening to this. You're not watching it, but it's available on YouTube, by the way. Uh, so anyway, so D, DJ D-Nice, D-Nice is like an old school DJ. Some of y'all remember him from back in the day. And, you know, he might have had a couple hundred thousand followers on IG. And then suddenly, if you didn't hear, he did like this quarantine stream concert, you know, just spinning from his house and all these people started to tune in and some celebrities did like Barack Obama was on there. And then like, you know, Joe, Joe Biden jumped on there and then Bernie got on. Everybody's getting there. Oh my gosh. Like Barack Obama was on there. He liked my, so then Oprah Oprah was on there. Who else was on there, bro? Oh my God. Oprah, Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders came in, of course, right after. Yeah, good music. <laughs> I tried to do a Bernie voice. Everybody. Um, um, what's the Facebook guy? Mark Zuckerberg came on there. With Yo, Talk I didn't even know Zuckerberg was on there. Yo. So when you get people like that on there, it just organically blew up hundreds of thousands of people. Hundreds of thousands of people were watching his live on IG as he's just spinning music, DJing. And so his IG following went into the millions now. Yeah. And so we saw that, and that, that happened first week of the quarantine. We saw that and we said, wow, that's a trend. We have DJs at our church. We have a DJ on the platform every Sunday. It's one of the things we're known for and they have incredible talent. People want to hear music right now. Let's give them an alternative. Let's give them some good, you know, clean, family-friendly Christian hip-hop, R&B, EDM. And so that's been really cool. And a couple thousand people have been tuning into that on Friday nights. And then uh, on Saturday night, talk to them about Saturday night, bro, because that's your thing. Saturday night is our, um, we call, I call it set list Saturday. So when we were doing our regular thing, that's always the night that we put out the songs that we're going to sing the next sun, on that Sunday. Um, I'm real intentional about that. So people come in, they can listen to it. If they don't know it, they be familiar with it so that they can participate in worship and not just spectate. Um, so we do a night of worship. We premiere one yeah. of our nights of worship. So people get a chance just to worship with their families um, as well on Saturday nights and worship Wednesdays. I forgot about worship Wednesdays. Cause that was like before noon. I was thinking in the yeah. evening, tell them about worship that. Cool because um, that's just something I do right from my house and it's live and it's just me. It's acoustic. It's just me and a piano and sing some of the church's favorite songs. And it's just, a. Uh, sometimes uh, I had one lady write me. She said, it's just, it's my, it's my break from yeah. like what I'm doing. It's just my time where I get to take my break and just be with God. So uh, I just think it's, it's, it's awesome. And there are lots of churches that are doing this. Like we're not the only ones doing it, but yeah. it's, it's really important to me. Um, I think I shared this with the, t- uh, with our staff when they, we were talking about this. One of the biggest things for me was engagement, making sure that our people stayed engaged mm-hmm. and hooked in and plugged in and they had a way to be engaged with us. So this has worked out phenomenal for us. So bro, tell me what you think is next. And we talked about this in a staff meeting actually this morning and we all went around and shared like, what is God speaking to you personally? And what do you think he's speaking to the church, to our church in this time? And share a little bit about what, what you felt like God is saying for what's going to happen next. Cause I was excited, man. I heard yours. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been spending a lot of time. I told, um, 
uh, Pastor Tommy and our staff that um, in this season, especially as a media person, as a production, like production is, is kind of the hat that I wear. Um, even when we were going out of the room and saying our one, remember we were doing our, our um, job descriptions, our one sentence job descriptions, mine was started off, it was, I'm the producer. So that's just technically what I am. Uh, my job um, is to get there before everybody else and make sure that everything is lined up for production. Um, I, I am big, anybody that follows me knows my word for everything is excellence. I am, I'm huge on excellence. Anybody knows me knows that if Darnell's gonna do it, I, it's gonna be as excellent as it possibly can be. And so um, I get, can get so caught up in making sure that things are done and excellent for the kingdom and for church and for a building and for a ministry that I can forget about myself. And so I began in this season to really take some time for myself. And this is when God really started to speak to me um, personally about a number of things. And I shared with the staff this morning that one of the things that God revealed to me was that um, our ch- that not just our church, but church. When I say church, I'm talking about the body of Christ. The body of Christ needs to get ready because when we get back to what they call the normal, mm, it come will on, not baby. be normal church as, as it is. Um, one of the things that God showed me is that in this season, people, unbelievers especially, are crying out to him. Yeah. And you're like, well, how in the world can, uh, how are unbelievers crying out to them? They know the name Jesus. And they know of him. A lot of them know his works. A lot of them know the Bible. Everybody has to remember, the, de- the enemy knows the word of God. Mm-hmm. The devil knows the word of God. So um, God showed me that there were going to be so many people crying out to God. And, that, and I literally had visions um, over the past week, week and a half, of our church in Tampa being really the epicenter for this word that we use a lot, but I think we throw it out so loosely sometimes, but this word called revival. Mm. And I was showing me that he was going to use our church because of our unique style, because of our demographic, because of how we operate. Um, and because it, it can, it's so inviting, let's put it that way. It's yeah. so inviting to the community and people who don't want to get spooked out mm-hmm. by church or anything. It's just so inviting that God was going to use our church to be the epicenter of this revival. And I just really felt like um, in the coming weeks to the coming months, so by the end of this year, we are going to see mass growth. I don't even think I shared that part with you guys, but I saw our church growing in mass, like tremendously, yeah. because when we come out of this, people are, are going to be, they're hungry already and they're thirsty and hungry. They, they're crying out for something because they want to be saved. They, they, they don't want to get sick. Mm-hmm. They don't want to die. And in their heart of hearts, they know they're, they're calling on God. And so they're going to be running to our church. Um, to 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 receive, to get saved, to be baptized. All of these things are going to happen. Get and ready, so, y'all. Yeah, I was sharing with my team. I told our team, our worship team, I said, um, I'm so excited about you guys wanting to get back to worship and everything, but I hope you understand it will not be worship as normal. I know it won't. I said, it's going to be, we're going to be deeper. So I hope, I've told them, I said, y'all better be reading your Bible. You better be getting prayed up now yeah. because that we had a couple of weeks ago when we were on that stage, it would not be the same. I know it won't. Mm. And so um, I just feel like in this next season that we're, that we're just going to see um, churches catapult and, and, and the body and God is telling the body of Christ, you better get ready. Yeah. <laughs> you better get ready. Cause he, this is, these are the days that he's pouring out. He's pouring out on all of us. So. Yeah, man, I was in the auditorium this morning uh, praying for a little bit after after the meeting, because actually when, when we did that meeting, I was the only one here at the church. Everybody else was at home, but I just went and prayed for a little bit. And I felt like God was definitely confirming that and just like saying, are you ready? Because yeah. it's about to get crazy like you've never seen in your life. Yeah. Uh, so this has been a, you know, a a pandemic like none of us have ever seen in our life. But now, like we're going to move into this move of God like none of us have ever seen in our life, I believe. And so, yeah, yeah man, so it's going to be exciting. So I want to say to all the church leaders and pastors and church planners and whatnot that are out there, like get ready. And because yeah. I know a lot of the tribe that listens to this, uh, you guys have churches that are cutting edge. They're diverse. They're younger. They're using relevant music and, and the way that you preach and speak. And if you're listening to this, you're probably part of that tribe, right? And so 
people are going to be looking for those kind of churches. Um, unfortunately, you know, we said a lot of churches have closed. A lot of the churches that have closed, um, many of them weren't doing it in a, in a modern way. And so, you know, um, but people are going to be looking for churches that are real, that are authentic, and the, that the Holy Spirit is there and is moving. And so, so we're going to shift gears just for the last couple of minutes. We've talked a lot about all the COVID-19 stuff and what we've been doing. But for these last couple of minutes, Darnell, I just want to talk to you about crossover worship, because a lot of yeah. people do look to us uh, for innovation and like how we do worship and they watch us online. I mean, I have pastors, they hit me up regularly and they're like, man, you know, they're, they're asking me for tracks or how do y'all do this or whatever. And I know I've connected you with a lot of people, but describe, describe to everybody, what does worship look like in, in your eyes as you're the guy that's, you know, out there leading it with your team on Sundays? Um, what does it look like? What's the crowd look like? What's it feel like? And what does it sound like? What's the style? So, and it's crazy that you say that. So, especially since we've started doing this stream and we've had this many people jump on, like my inbox is, it has been flooded with how are y'all doing that? Like, you know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and so, um, crossover worship, um, since I know, especially since I've gotten there, um, we have taken this approach of taking, taking the, the, um, the common core worship songs that are, you know, that are, that are out there and giving it its own flavor. And, and when I say that, um, a lot of people sometimes think that we totally, like we totally change it. And a lot, and a lot of times we do change it totally, but in a lot of cases we aren't, we just add our flavor to it. So you can, what you can come to crossover and hear a song and just to be honest with you, the same stems, the same sound that you hear at Crossover are the exact same thing they're doing at these other churches. It's just that how we add our flavor to it. So yeah. tell, tell them the name of our, our worship team. Remix. Remix. That's what we do. You know, we, we remix it. We, we, we add flavor to it. So we take your modern day songs um, that you hear on the radio and we flip them. Christian uh, songs. I'm, I'm just letting, Christian songs that you Christian hear on the radio. The modern day Christian songs. Because <laughs> some people be like, oh, they be singing like they be singing like regular stuff at that church. Oh man, that's that hip hop nah, church. No, nah. <laughs> gotta clarify. My worship team knows. I have a, a since the first week I started at Crossover and, and the first group of people I've had in there, and I've said it to every single team we've ever had. Uh, we don't believe anything. Uh, we don't sing anything we don't believe. Yeah. We. We don't sing anything in that church that we don't believe. So um, we sing the word of God. That's 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 really what we're doing. Um, so I'll give you a great example. There was a big hit that just that happened about a year and a half, two years ago, and it just kind of had this wave. And it was called Todd Delaney's "Of Your Great Name." When I call your name, and everybody yep. was singing it again, they just kept doing it. So one of the things that we did was we flipped that thing and I threw a, um, a rapper in there and right in the middle of the song, right when we got to that part, I threw a rapper on there. Well, after a while, it kind of gets routine. And so it becomes real cool. And everything's like, everybody's like, oh, we know what's coming. Here he comes. Somebody's going to rap. So in order how, to do what we do and how we remix it is you don't ever know what's going to happen. And I think uh, it was the day that we did, we changed services to two services instead of the three which was, um, who was that? Curtis Blow was there, right? Yeah. So um, I threw in two rappers. And then when they thought it was only two rappers. There was the three. Wor the worship leader rap. Darnell so, Butler got out and spit I some got, bars. I tried to shut, my sons were like, oh my gosh. But <laughs> No, you killed um, it, bro. I was, I was in the back like, woo. And so for Crossover, um, we have such a, I don't know how to, there's so many different ends of the spectrum. You've got so many people, you've got very, very, very seasoned worshipers. You've got some new people who are like, I don't even know what that is, but I know mm -hmm. I like the beat. Yeah. You've got so many, our spectrum is so wide and our, our net is so wide that um, you have a little bit of it all. So it's important for crossovers worship to include as much of that as we possibly can. So you may come to Crossover Church and hear something um, 100% with a different beat, a different tempo. You may hear something a little bit CCM. You may hear something with a little bit more gospel. You may hear something with a little more R&B. And then you could go something into a very straight uh, Bethel Hillsong almost type elevation worship type worship. Um, and then I've been known sometimes to end um, the worship set with a hymn. 
And you'd be surprised how many people are singing at him. Yeah. So that is, that's what crossover worship looks like. The faces on our stage are so diverse. You've got some of everything. We got the white girls. You got the Spanish people. You got the some that have no rhythm. We've got it all, literally. But <laughs> most of them are pretty good. We put those yeah, rhythmless people in the back. That's <laughs> all. But um, it's, it was important to me to have those diverse spaces on the stage because out of all the people that are out there in the congregation, I never want them to look at me or a few others and say, because I can't do that, I can't worship. Yeah. So it's very important that we always had um, a wide variety of people on that stage doing things so people could say, oh, if they can do it, I can do it too. Mm-hmm. Um, so out in the audience, you see black, white, Hispanic, yellow, you name them, they're there. You see young, you see old, you see people who have come from Catholic backgrounds, to, from the straight Baptist backgrounds to the Pentecostal. You see all these different um, people out there. And it's one of the most beautiful things for a worship leader, as a worship leader being in the position I'm at, it's one of the most beautiful things to watch is when Remix stops singing. And for the tech, if you'll excuse me for the technical purpose, I have my in-ears here and I pull them out and I just look and Mm. I hear, and these people are just worshiping. Yeah, it's beautiful. Absolutely one of the most um, awe-inspiring, beautiful things to ever see because um, this is not black church. This is not white church. This is not Hispanic church. This is the church. And it's awesome because to me, every time that happens, I'm like, this is what heaven's going to sound like. This is what it's so good, bro. And so um, crossover worship embodies all of that. I didn't even tell Pastor Tommy yesterday, uh, my music director and I were talking and um, we're working on the album for this for this flavor fest. Okay. uh, Uh Oh, yeah, yeah, we're working. We already started. We're in the house. So we've been working. We've been writing. Beautiful. uh, I was going to ask you about that and put you on the spot, but you you beat me to it. Now we're working on it. And so this album was, we wanted to be very intentional for for it to be a praise and worship album crossover style. Yeah. So we wanted to make sure that this album, uh, if anybody knows about the last album we did, I'm going to give it away. We did that whole entire album in about three weeks. Yeah. In the studio with an old drum mic. (laughs) Come on, man. Yeah. It it wasn't the quality of what you hear in the room. Yeah. We're pushing something out. It was mostly a lot of rap songs on it, really. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, here, let's just get this this thing out. So it was like three weeks. So this, we've been very intentional this, this year to make sure we put out um, the quality and the sound that's being released um, in our church. Um, we've got a lot of songwriters. We've got obviously tons of artists in there and we've got a lot of them who have a gift for songwriting, who have gifts for music. And I want to make sure that this album, this album, um, embodies and encompasses all of those dynamics. Mm -hmm. So we've been been working on that. And so you are going to hear literally, uh, a mix of everything. You'll be able to, by the time this album is done, you'll be able to hear every song and say, that represented this, that represented here. I heard this. So we've been really, really working on that because that's, that's honestly what we, who we are yeah. uh, as a worship team. So you've been such a great curator of, of organizing all of this talent crossover being that I'm an artist and um, you know, we, you know, I get it as an artist and I think art, I know artistry is influenced, man. And people learn through artists and, and visual and entertainment. And so then obviously you have a lot of freedom to do a lot of creative things here as well. And we attract just a lot of artists because we give artists a platform, dancers, singers, rappers, like, you know, all musicians, DJs, like producers, like we, we try to give all of them platforms. So even in addition to that, the last couple of years, you've also been giving actors uh, a platform as well. And so we've done two phenomenal productions. The first one was the hip hop nutcracker, which blew us away. We yeah. had almost 2,000 people come to it. We did tickets through Eventbrite, which... Um, two weeks before the event, we were like, uh... <laughs> yeah, we're like, uh, we need to add another show. We, uh, we need to add another show. It was just, it was crazy. And then this past year, we did uh, The Wiz. We did a remix of The Wiz and tied it in with Christmas, and we had a couple thousand people come to that. And it was just amazing. Huge outreach. We have a bunch of people that are part of the church because they first came to one of our productions. So it was a it was a huge outreach opportunity. So so you guys can go back and watch those on Crossover 813's YouTube channel. Just search like Hip Hop Nutcracker, The Wiz, and you can watch them. They, they're 
phenomenal. And but Darnell, give us a glimpse of what what are y'all doing this year? What what's the yeah. production? What do you think it is? Yeah, they they, they got us with that. Um as long as everything is kind to us moving forward, <laughs> um, we're, we're working on something very rare. But I'll tell you one thing, the, the whiz, the hip hop nutcracker was one thing. And that was kind of just our first thing. And so people didn't notice about me. I, I did not major in music at all. I didn't mm. major in music. I didn't go to school, honestly, for music or any of those things. My major was theater arts. So that, that was what my degree was in, was yeah. theater arts. So now you got to flex that muscle, baby. Right. So it was, it was a dream of mine to do that. The Wiz was, the Wiz honestly blew me away. It was, and it was not what I expected. I, I didn't expect it to be what it was, but it, it was phenomenal. Yeah, it was this so good, bro. Trying, this year we're trying something um, different. So um, we have Flavor Fest this year. And if anybody knows anything about Flavor Fest, that's huge. Yes. Uh, and for, on my side, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with Flavor Fest. So usually on a Flavor Fest year, I try to scale back a little bit. But obviously with the Wiz being the way it was, it was like, oh, God, you can't just do anything. So this year we are um, working on um, The Greatest Showman. Ooh, you heard it here. Yeah, the, we're, we're, we're working on I'll give you a hint of some things we've been talking about. The team and I have already been talking about some things. And we're talking acrobats. We are talking what? the whole nine yards. Yo. I, I want I'm like, this production, I want people to come in and be like, the whiz what? You know what I'm saying? I, I literally want <laughs> people to come in and be like, there's I, there's no way I thought they could have topped. And it's got a it's got a hip hop twist to it every time as well. So Darnell's yeah. son, your son is actually, what is he, 16 or 17 now? Man. And he is a phenomenal producer. So he has made a lot of some of the beats for the productions in the background. Even like yeah. with the Wiz, we had like hip hop beats and some bass lines and stuff that was like, what? The beat dropped and, you know, the yeah. dancers came out and it was like, yo. Yeah. And the classic shows that you see, like there was literally parts where the actors were rapping their song instead of singing their song. And people were like, how in the world? Um, yeah, my son is he's he's got an ear for that. Um, I, I'm in, I'm just in awe of him because nobody taught him how to do any of this. We, he literally asked us for a MacBook, yeah. and I got we got him one about two years ago, and from there he's just he just done it himself. Yeah, he's so, pro he's uh, produced a couple tracks for me. By the way, I, I got to give you a check for your son, man. For the he just I just just released oh, a spoken yeah, word the, called "Live Forever," and he did the beat for that and uh, yeah. killed it. Uh, and then, countdown. Our crossover countdown that we yeah. use every Sunday for our minute countdown. He did the beat for that. So he's, he's phenomenal. And he's already like, dad, I got an idea for this. Dad, I got an idea for that. What if we do this? And so uh, he's already ready. He's ready to work. So <laughs> it's been, it's going to be, I, I can tell you now this, this one is going to be very, very different. It may not be necessarily the Broadway style that we did. It's This one's going to be more of almost like a musical review but it's going to have so much um, to it. And um, what's awesome about what we're doing is it's still going to have the story of Jesus Christ. Yeah. It, always, all, always. With everything we do. I, I know people ask all the time, like, how did y'all make the whiz about Jesus? I'm going to be honest. And I tell them honestly, God, because I don't even remember how we got to that. <laughs> it, was, it was all God. <laughs> so um, and, and we're excited about that. We're, we're really excited yeah. about that. And to see how remix theater um, has, is, is taken off with just adding, uh, another Avenue for us. I can't wait, man. It's going to be so good. So, okay. So last question, last question for the, the interview today, um, your personal music, you do personal music as well. So tell people where we can find your music at and how people can connect with you online. Yeah, sure. So, um, January, I just released an album called God is real. Um, and it's so, uh, kind of a funny story to the, to the album, but it's, it's not really funny, but it's, it's, it's awesome in my eyes. In 2019, when um, Pastor Tommy called the church to, to do our 21 days of fasting, um, the Lord spoke to me to release a new song every month. And as an Ooh, artist, that's a lot. Know, like, oh, God, especially with all the responsibilities I had, I was like, Lord, a new song every month. How, how, how? Um, but God made a way, man. And I recorded a new song and released it every single month. I did one with my sons. Um, that was probably one of the best moments ever in 2019. My son produced a beat, a rap with me. Even my six year old is on that, is on that one too. <laughs> um, we recorded two music videos for the songs. 
um, as well. And then we released uh, a compilation of all the songs in, G- in this past January. Um, so there's, you can go, my music ministry is called the DMB Project. So you can literally go to dmbproject.net or dmbproject.com or just Google the DMB Project. Be very careful because Dave Matthews Band tries, tries to compete with me. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but dmbproject.net um, or on Instagram, um, Twitter, everything is at Darnell Butler. One L, Darnell, D-A-R-N-E-L, Butler, B-U-T-L-E-R. You can get all the music there. Go to Spotify, go to iTunes. I have a live praise and worship album there. I've got a couple of studio projects that are there as well. Um, and then right now, just I'm in the season because there are a lot of artists in our church and God has told me to do this. I'm working on a couple of different artists. Um, we're going to produce some albums for some individuals in our church, not just mm. uh, we've got, uh, I'm going to ask with y'all, the, lady, the young lady that played Dorothy in our whiz play is by far probably one of the greatest singers I've ever heard. She's like, amazing. So. Amazing actor too. She yeah. crushed it. She never acted a day in her life. She's never done anything like that in her life. And this lady came in there and took this role and just like took off. Like people were like, where did you, honestly, I had a couple people after the, she every did. night, where did you hire her? From? They thought she was from yeah. uh, like Actors Academy. I yeah. I, I had a, I had a film director that came. I've done some film projects with him. Yeah. Uh, the church folks series that's coming out later this year with, with uh, Dion Gibson. He came and he's like, yo, I, I need to get her information. I want to use her in an upcoming movie. So um, I'm going to produce an album for her. Um, so we're working on that. And um, so it's just a great time, man. It's just a great time and yeah. an awesome time to be doing stuff. Music is thriving. Um, um, theater's thriving. Uh, the arts are thriving. Worship is thriving. Um, and ain't nobody mad but the devil. So. <laughs> well, hey, man, I love you, bro. I appreciate you. I don't tell you often enough, man, you're, you're doing such a great job and you've been, you've been at the church now for several years and you've taken worship to a level that I've always dreamt and knew it could go to. And you've really taken it there, man. And, and I believe you're still just getting started. There's so many more levels that God is going to take us to in the future. And so, yeah, so guys follow this guy, follow Darnell Butler, be at Flavor Fest this year. Uh, you'll yeah. be able to see him and Remix Worship do their thing live. Uh, he's also going to be doing some workshops at Flavor Fest and giving you some behind-the-scenes stuff so you'll be able to connect with him personally. And so, hey, man, pray for us. Pray for us as we yeah. go out, bro. Sure. So, Lord, we just thank you, God. We thank you for um, just you. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for the gifts and the talents that you put inside of us. And we thank you that we are using them to build your kingdom. We thank you for everything you've given us. Thank you for providing for us. Thank you for continuing to make a way for us. And we thank you for growth, God. We, we, we pray, God, that we, as the body of Christ, as the church, that we get ready for what we know you are bringing our way. And we just give you praise for that. We thank you, Lord, that you're taking us to new levels. We thank you you're taking us to higher heights. We thank you, God, that we're about to hit uh, deeper dimensions in everything that we do. I pray for every single pastor, every single leader, every single person that would hear this um, podcast, that would watch this, God, that you just bring creativity to their minds, God, in seasons like this and out of seasons, God, that you would just bring creativity to their minds, that they would uh, get fresh ideas. And, and new ideas to, to bring people in, to lead people to Christ, to lead people to you. And we just thank you for that opportunity. Thank you so much, God, for being a God like you are. Who wouldn't want to serve a God like you? Mm. And so we thank you for the opportunity again. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm so grateful to have that dude on our team at Crossover. He is a blessing. So if you guys got some people on your team, make sure you are appreciating them. You're loving them, letting them know, um, you're nurturing them, shepherding them, all those things. That's super, super important. So, hey, if you guys enjoyed today's podcast, if you could go ahead and do me a huge, huge favor, y'all, go ahead and subscribe. Go ahead and write a review, spread the word, post up something about it on IG or Facebook and let some other friends or family or other leaders you know, let them know about this podcast. We want to just help empower lots and lots of urban leaders in music and ministry in the marketplace. We want to be there for them, y'all. So, so listen, next week, I'm really excited because I got a guy that I've known for a really 
long time, like over two decades. And this guy's hilarious, uh, Mr. KJ52. And some of you guys might have heard that he retired, but you probably weren't paying attention fully. And so he's going to set the record straight. But here's a little glimpse of, of my talk with KJ52. Yes. I, uh, I remember in, in, in high school when I ran track that uh, those that would win, every once in a while, they would run what was called a victory lap. And it was this lap where the, the crowd would cheer for them. And, you know, I never was great at track, but I was, like, always envious of that, right? And someone had asked me, like, where are you at with your life right now? I was like, man, I've kind of accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish. I feel like everything right now feels like a victory lap. And I thought, yeah, okay, that's it. You know, I want to finish strong in the sense of, Let's let's enjoy this moment together. It doesn't mean I and I, part of me was like maybe I should just put the mic down and walk away. But I'm like ah, God's gifts are without repentance, and I still love the freestyle. Mm. I still love writing songs. Yeah, man. It just really is more the idea of going. You've known me as this name or this persona or this mm -hmm. thing. Jonah is my real name. I just want you to know me as Jonah. Now, if you walk up to me and call me KJ, I'm not gonna like rebuke <laughs> you and run away. I haven't changed my social media. Like it's all there. It's just more or less going like when someone says, well, what, "What do I call you?" You know what? Call me Jonah. Yes, sir. So that's KJ, my man, Jonah Sorrentino. Yes, I know his government name. He's going to be going by his government name. <laughs> a lot more coming up. And hey, by the way, KJ is going to be at Flavor Fest 2020. It might actually be his last official performance as KJ52. Shh, don't tell anybody. We're going to talk more about that next week on the podcast. But if you don't know about Flavor Fest, it's the Urban Leadership Conference that we do. Where you been at? This will be our 20th year to do it in October of 2020. So you definitely want to be there and not miss out on it. If you're a Flavor Fest alumni, there's thousands and thousands of you. you got to come back. Come back and reunite with your family. You don't want to miss this big reunion October 22nd through 25th. And we're all going to be ready to party after this whole quarantine that we've been on and all the craziness that's going on. So, hey, make plans to be here with your team. It's going to be absolutely amazing. So, hey, I'm going to see you guys next week with KJ52 on Tuesday. It drops. So be ready for it. Love y'all. Peace. God bless. I'm out. Thanks for tuning into the Flavor Fest Urban Leadership Podcast. Stay connected with us on social media at UrbanD813 and at Flavor Fest. We'll talk to you guys next week. Peace and God bless.